वेलकम बैक टू मीडिया मैटर्स आई एम योर फ्रेंडली होस्ट दर्शन महाराजा एंड जस्ट एज इट हैपन्स एवरी फ्राइडे एट थ्री ओ क्लॉक आई एम जॉइंड बाई एम पी पी एंड डेप्यूटी विप खालिद रशीद वेलकम मिस्टर रशीद थैंक यू दर्शन हाउ आर यू Fine. How are you? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I'm very happy <laughs> on Fridays. And actually, I got a very good feedback from uh, uh, many listeners and my friends about uh, last week's segment that we did with Minister Smith. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, they said, uh, you know, this is really, really valuable. So thank you for making it possible. No, no. Thank you. Thank you for uh, allowing us to. come to your show and mm. uh, and be part of uh, mm. you know the voice right uh, and informing your listeners but mm. also the people of this province mm-hmm. as to what our government is uh, doing mm-hmm. for definitely. the people of this province definitely it's a very good uh, valuable forum and i'm happy to be part of it i consider myself lucky and we are also joined by mr nadeem sheikh <laughs> who works with um, mpp rashid welcome nadeem thank you darshan i really appreciate being here Thank you, thank you so much for making it here. Now there is this ca- case of uh, uh, teachers' jobs, and the issue has been bouncing around for a long time. Now, wh- what made me uh, come up with this topic for discussion today is the report from Financial Accountability Officer, which means now this is not a political message that I am getting. We can trust that person to provide very authentic information. and the report says that uh, something like 10000 teachers jobs will be lost uh, over the next 5 years because of the new policies so i want to get to the bottom of this there is of course always the other side of the argument so uh, where where do we stand on this so darshan um, as you know I, i think a few weeks ago mm-hmm. you and i were having a conversation about the education and we talked mm. about the the curriculum and uh, i had mentioned to you at that time as well too hmm. that our government has set aside hmm. about 1.6 billion dollars mm-hmm. in attrition fund mm-hmm. which means that not a single teacher is going to lose their job in the immediate term yes i mean in in, in hmm. you know because what we are trying to do mm-hmm. is that um, let's say for example you work for an organization mm-hmm. you decide you you want to call it uh, a day and mm-hmm. you decide to retire mm-hmm. now it's up to the organization whether they want to uh, backfill your position mm. or they want to continue the way things are going right uh, what we are doing is right now we are saying that the teachers who are going to retire mm-hmm. uh, we are not going to backfill their mm. position because right. we have um there is another pool mm-hmm. of of teachers right now mm-hmm. who are waiting mm-hmm. in order to be in that full time position right so why not take teachers who are in in line mm-hmm. and move them towards becoming a full time teacher rather than um going out there and and hiring um like you know new teachers or stuff like that so if i understood correctly the total pool of teachers because of retirement or teachers leaving mm-hmm. their jobs will probably shrink yes but that doesn't amount to a job loss yes absolutely so it's not a, a job loss a job mm-hmm. loss would be that let's say 10000 teachers are are asked tomorrow that you have lost their, your job right that would be a a a job loss mm-hmm. and even if you look at the fa fao report mm. 
it states clearly mm-hmm. there is a line that says that it's not a cut it's mm-hmm. efficiency okay in the report it states that okay <laughs> that is important to <laughs> that note. is important it yeah. is extremely important because i read this somewhere where they have their own tilt i don't call it bias i always call it tilt yes. because they have a duty to report and they will have their point of view just as i have my point of view yes exactly so i got a sense that uh, this is maybe going to result in job losses but as you have explained it is not a job loss no no it's not a job loss because if if it was about job losses then we would have not set aside 1.6 billion dollars in mm-hmm. attrition fund mm-hmm. the reason why we did that was mm-hmm. to make sure mm-hmm. that no teacher lose their job mm-hmm. now if you retire mm-hmm. that's not a job loss right person uh, has know, retired that person that is retired, position is not being filled with a new hire you are just taking someone who is already in the pool exactly and mm-hmm. that's because there is a, a, a little bit of a surplus right mm-hmm. now and mm-hmm. that's what we are saying and even in the report it states that that's exactly what we are trying to do we are mm-hmm. trying to make sure that the teachers who are in in the line mm-hmm. to to come and be the the full time mm-hmm. let's bring them on board actually that's an important point because i have been interacting with a lot of uh, people who are supply teachers mm-hmm. and they have been telling me about the difficulty of getting into a permanent position they are supply teachers for years and years they don't know whether they are going to go to work tomorrow or which school they are going to so it reduces their uncertainty gives them a more permanent footing absolutely and i mean that's what that's why when i said that there are two different types of of pool mm-hmm. and uh, and i know nadeem and i were having this conversation this morning as well too because you see even my own cousin mm-hmm. she uh, she's a supply teacher okay. and i think it's almost 6 7 years now since 6 7 she, years. years she has been in supply position mm-hmm. and uh, r- right now she cannot move towards becoming a, mm-hmm. a full time at the moment is mm-hmm. because there is no space available right now once uh, if a full time teacher retires mm-hmm. because because one thing i i'm not sure if you and your listeners are aware of this mm. but a lot of time these full time teachers mm. then would go into that this this pool i was coming to of uh, supply teacher the supply teacher i was coming to that so you know here we have the our youth mm. who are graduating from schools mm-hmm. to become teacher and mm. they start from becoming like supply teacher they are not getting the opportunity right so what is the policy now once a teacher has retired is is it now the new policy not to let them become supply teachers that's where we are, are working towards because we don't it's like you know uh, and nadeem and i we talked about it's like a, a double double dipping sort double of thing dipping. yes yeah. right yeah. Yeah. so our our thing is that once you retire mm-hmm. you retire right right i mean i mean I, and this is just me speaking mm-hmm. i mean you can do volunteer work and stuff right. like that but let us work and give the opportunity mm-hmm. to the the young individuals who mm-hmm. are graduating mm-hmm. to eventually be to become part of the system as well too right but this would depend on the school district also because if you are looking at a remote area then there may not immediately be a teacher although the retirement is perfectly foreseeable oh yeah no no i i mean that that's what i'm saying like you know it's not like 100% right. that, that you have to do but like for example if a teacher um, you know let's say in the new school year mm-hmm. there there is a surplus mm-hmm. see one thing the 
the people need to understand is mm-hmm. that it's not a government decision as mm-hmm. to how many teachers should be hired or 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 retired mm-hmm. it's the board decision right right the government has no say in it mm-hmm. because we as a government our mm-hmm. job is to the taxpayers who are paying their taxes mm-hmm. to ma- manage their funds mm-hmm. properly mm-hmm and to al- allow that funds to be utilized in 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 a way for schools healthcare and etc right so i cannot say to a school that you need to hire this many teachers or you know move teachers around that's a school board decision no 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 wait a minute the funding is decided by the province yes based and on uh, the uh, the students enrollment student strength yes. right the funding is decided by the province yes and the pay of individual teacher is the subject of a collective bargaining agreement so i am seeing a mathematical formula here yes there is no room for discretion that given the student strength you have to have x number of uh, uh, teachers yes and uh, from the uh, uh, bargaining agreement you have y amount of pay for that teacher so x multiplied by y is the funding that you have to give yes there is no discretion here so when i hear about funding cuts to school boards where does that talk come from so i, I if you remember darshan um, i think the last time we were here mm-hmm. uh, we spoke about the funding part where it was that if toronto district school board mm-hmm. if their enrollment has gone down mm-hmm. automatically the funding that they are receiving will go down. will go down it's not a cut but it's not exactly that's not a cut mm-hmm. right it's and because again as uh, we had discussed about that you know if i am living in let's say in mississauga right now mm-hmm. and tomorrow i move to milton mm-hmm. my children funding should go to milton board uh, uh, absolutely board not the peel district school board that's right so where is the cut here Mm-hmm. it's not a cut mm-hmm. so that's exactly what we have been saying that there are no cuts mm-hmm. uh what we are asking school boards is to look at uh you know try to find some some efficiencies in their within their school boards as well too mm-hmm. like only why is that only two school boards agreed to do line by line audit when the right. province is saying that we will pay you yeah there was i think 7.6 million or something like that yes there were seven about 7.7 million dollars right. roughly that we had said that you know mm-hmm. what uh, this is for you mm-hmm. guys to do an audit mm-hmm. you pick and choose which one which uh, company you would like mm-hmm. the province is not going to say anything mm-hmm. why is that only uh, two, school two or three school boards right. decided so you see like that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. that you know when because as you and i have talked about it before mm-hmm. there's only so much funds we have mm-hmm. and we, and we can only do so much mm-hmm. with that amount of money mm-hmm. so why not work together mm-hmm. to make sure that our children uh who are the next generation mm-hmm. of this province have mm-hmm. have a better education mm-hmm. and and something that they can be proud of of us by saying that we have done something for their future you know there is this word efficiency i try to avoid using it because it has acquired a political connotation mm-hmm. but i'll uh, narrate something and then we'll see where it takes us sure some years ago there was a report i think in the toronto star where it was revealed that the toronto district school board was paying 143 dollars for installing a pencil sharpener and 3000 dollars for installing an electrical outlet 
in my humble opinion this is daylight robbery you can call it efficiency you can call it sensible spending whatever term you want to use today i want to know what the toronto district school board is paying for installing a pencil sharpener because if it is 143 dollars still after all that controversy we have a huge problem because it means that there is a, a, a whole structure that has entrenched itself so deeply that it cannot be dislodged even after a controversy erupts so this is what you would call efficiency for example and i would call on all the district uh, you know all the school boards to first of all look at that through the line by line audit to see if this can be done for 10 dollars see uh, there was a report on uh, i believe global and mail mm-hmm. that stated that uh, tdsb was looking into buying cell phones for 500000 dollars <laughs> yeah i remember that right some 1300 uh, or a brand new, yeah, brand new yeah apple phones on one hand very respectfully they are talking about you know that supposedly that mm-hmm. teachers are losing their job but on the mm-hmm. other hand they are spending half a million dollar that's on cell right. phones that's right where's the balance here darshan right right i mean there has to be a balance mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. we are saying not a single teacher is going to lose a job and mm-hmm. and i can confidently say mm-hmm. that not a single teacher and i have come across who mm-hmm. has come to me and said kalid i lost my job mm-hmm. as a, a um, in toronto district or sorry in any district or in any school board mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, because the way and i think the fao report also states that the attrition funding mm-hmm. is working mm-hmm. as it is supposed to work okay so so you see like um, if if a teacher has been moved f- uh, from uh point a mm-hmm. to point b mm-hmm. their salary still stays the same because the attrition fund is kicking in okay and that is exactly what um we were t- i was talking with uh with nadeem this morning mm-hmm. was like i was trying to figure it out uh and i was looking at all the options and scenarios mm-hmm. to find figure it out if there is something that maybe i have missed in mm-hmm. this whole picture mm-hmm. and uh, so far I mean I haven't come across anyone who mm-hmm. can say that because of uh, this government I have mm-hmm. lost my job uh, as a, as a teacher right couple of other things I want to ask you but um, I'll have to head for a commercial break sure. now and uh, if you have any questions for uh, MPP Rashid our number here is 4166400200 that's 4166400200 you can ask him directly after this break stay tuned Welcome back to Midday Matters. I'm your friendly host Darshan Maharaja with you every weekday on Saga 960 AM from 2 to 4 in the afternoon and on Fridays from 3 to 3:30 we have MPP and deputy with Khalid Rashid with us. Today we are talking about this report that came out from Financial Accountability Officer saying 10,000 jobs. Now at, as um, MPP Rashid explained that is not a job loss that is just attrition people retiring and as long as the teacher student ratio is maintained I don't see anything to cry about. But one thing that I wanted to focus on is uh, the claim that uh, the student enrollment province wide has dropped. and there are some people arguing against that i haven't seen anything definitive so i thought maybe it would be a good idea to uh, ask mpp rashid about this 
MPB? Yeah, so so basically, uh, I think what uh, uh, people are looking at is that, um, let's say, for example, I was living in downtown Toronto, mm -hmm. right? And um, I decide to move to Halton region. Right. Or uh, Peel region. Right. The Definitely the enrollment mm -hmm. and TDSB, if I have four kids, mm -hmm. went down by four children. Right. Right? And the, the enrollment in Peel region went up by four kids. Mm -hmm. So uh, there is always going to be that change from school board to school board. Right. And, and that's exactly how we uh, decide the funding as well, too. Right. And and that's how we we will continue to, to operate uh, as long as we know exactly what the numbers are and uh, again, I want to re-emphasize mm -hmm. that no teacher will lose their job mm -hmm. because, and according to, again, the FAO report states that mm -hmm. the attrition fund is mm -hmm. working according to what it is supposed to. Right. So, if, let us say, let us take, talk about a hypothetical school board where uh, student enrollment has dropped to a point where it is now interfering with your student-teacher ratio. Mm -hmm. Some teachers, I assume, would be offered a job in another school board? So, the way it works is that, let's say, for example, um, we'll, we'll take Peel region mm -hmm. because we are in, in, in Peel right, right. now. Uh, if, a, if a teacher, uh, let's say, if the enrollment uh, in a school mm -hmm. has, has, has gone down, mm -hmm. then the teachers are, are given different options, okay. right? Whether they can move to a different school because then they, are, they become in, in that surplus uh, right. pool, right? Mm -hmm. And that's how the school board decides. So they will give them different options. They will say, oh, location B mm -hmm. has, uh, has an opening you know, let's move this teacher from location A to location B. Right. And that's how all, all the school boards, uh, they, they operate. Mm -hmm. And I know Nadim is very closely with the TDSB. Maybe you can also shed some light on, on this part, on, on Darshan's uh, question. Darshan, the, um, <clears throat> all school boards operate in a very similar fashion, mm -hmm. as we know. And the intention is, is that when teachers are surplus, they're part of a board pool. And that pool is important because that's where the governance comes down to the board itself to decide which school zones are requiring more teachers, etc. Mm -hmm. So that's a set formula that the board decides to do. Right. Uh, but from a provincial perspective, they set the funding envelope based on the number of students. That There's a set formula as we described, mm -hmm. as Khalid described to you earlier. Mm -hmm. And then from there, the board uh, disperses the funds in the right regions mm -hmm. for the needs and demands. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we want to make highlight is the fact is that it is very expensive to live in the city of Toronto now. Right. It's tough for, for typical newcomers or even for anyone to buy land or buy homes there. So we see more of a shift to the suburbs. Mm -hmm. So this is part of the issue with that's happening with the funding at the, right. for that example for, such as the TDSB. So if I understood correctly, let us uh, say uh, uh, student enrollment in a particular school board or in a particular school has dropped to a point where they need to reassign some teachers to another school. And if at that point, if the teacher is not willing to move and chooses to quit the job and someone claims that there is a job loss, I will dismiss that claim as political talk. 
um i would say uh, very respectfully <laughs> i would say uh, yes because uh, the teacher has been given the option to move to a different school mm-hmm. right uh, it's like this darshan uh, you know you are operating from um, your this a, a, this yeah. location right. in in peel region mm-hmm. and tomorrow yeah saga 960 am decides to have another office in uh, in in toronto mm-hmm. and then they ask you that darshan because your show is doing s- so good oh, thank and you. <laughs> you are you have a, 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 your listeners are growing we would like you to move to uh, toronto uh, mm-hmm. studio mm-hmm. and you decide you know what i don't want to move mm-hmm. and you decide you want to leave this job mm-hmm. is that a job loss or no. is that something that you decided no because somebody will be have to be hired for the toronto studio exactly so that's exactly what's happening right mm-hmm. now is that if if when teachers are retiring mm-hmm. a retirement is not a job loss no it's just that yes we have a uh, you know a a pool of teachers who mm-hmm. are waiting to to be part of the fte mm-hmm. so that's exactly where we are bringing those teachers from mm-hmm. similarly in your case i mm-hmm. mean that's your decision you right. you have retired or you have just said you know what i'm not going to mm-hmm. continue and then mm-hmm. so how is that uh, a fault of uh, saga 960 am right that's uh, in a very basic mm-hmm. term this is exactly what's happening right now mm-hmm. now lastly let us touch upon the negotiations that are i assume underway between the stu- oh, teachers yes. union, yes. union and uh, the government yeah. so they have already uh, the members of the union have already empowered the union officials to call for a strike yes. the, the strike vote was passed um anything that we can know i know it's a little bit uh, premature but no uh, so uh, i believe uh, and i think it was in the news as well too that um, our we are as a government are very out there mm-hmm. um, would like to work Mm-hmm. to to make sure mm-hmm. that uh, things don't go south mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and uh, we are very very actively would like to make things work right um i believe i think um maybe over the weekend also mm-hmm. um just uh, just don't quote me on this but i think they are working over the weekend as well to mm-hmm. to to make sure that you know we we reach mm-hmm. uh some sort of an agreement mm-hmm. and uh, we as a government and i've mm-hmm. said it before as well too in mm-hmm. all good faith mm-hmm. are out there mm-hmm. because see we have to think about the students we exactly. have to think about the next generation mm-hmm. we want to make sure mm-hmm. why why would we want our children mm-hmm. not to go to school right why would we would like our children to have a day off right right just so in all good faith mm-hmm. we are out there right we we would like to make things work you know one issue that i have and one day hopefully i'll have a, a union uh, you know official here where i can ask this question that the only time i hear you guys making um, public statements is when it comes to renegotiating the contract that is your right i don't begrudge that but we are getting consistent reports that uh, students performance is falling in the last 10 years performance is in math has fallen from 61% to 48% so in percentage terms that is a uh, um, 25% drop or 20% drop 
you extend that another uh, 10-15 years and you will have one third of the students clearing the provincial standard at which point our competitiveness globally will be reduced it has already been reduced uh, by a big margin and I don't see any officials from the teachers union making noise about it any public statements about it and uh, when we are saying that our children are like in this province are failing in math mm. uh it's not because we we are we want to like go out there and, and make a noise. Rather, mm -hmm. we want to make sure mm -hmm. that this doesn't happen again. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want your future generation uh, to go like lambs to the slaughter because uh, it's an international. Uh, and Darshan, you you had previously made a very good point when you said that look for our children, mm -hmm. why we are heavily focusing on math mm -hmm. is because it will teach our children mm -hmm. to be fiscally responsible. Exactly. And that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that our children mm -hmm. knows mm -hmm. that w uh, how to balance their mm -hmm. own books at home. Mm -hmm. uh, if they don't know how to balance, then it, we mm -hmm. may end up in a much more problem mm -hmm. than what we are today. Well, I am suspecting our debt grew by 200 billion over 15 years due to that only. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, uh, this is why we are heavily focusing on, mm -hmm. on math, making mm -hmm. sure that our children understand that mm -hmm. this is so important for the next generation. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Mr. Rashid, for coming in today, as all you always do on Fridays, and uh, throwing light on this important issue, because no, this was eating me up since yesterday. No, no, thank you very much, Darshan. And uh, again, I'm so happy to be part of uh, this show. Thank you, and thank you to Nadim Sheikh, who is uh, actually the brain behind all this, <laughs> and all also the hands and legs behind it, because he's the one who makes it possible. No, no, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you for thank having you. us. Thank you. Stay tuned, folks. Uh, we'll come back right after this short commercial break.